0: Hey guys, in today's episode we are covering a ton of ground today because I have a very special interview with one of my favorite people in this community, Manny aka at Frisky Hug. We talk about everything from the evolution of music festival culture to men's rave and festival fashion, creating content, and how he got his infamous rave name, among many other things. So let's get right into it. Welcome back to Rave Culture Cast, your weekly guide to the EDM community, music festivals, and more. I am your host, Emma Capotis. Welcome to episode 43, you guys. We are creeping up on a year of Rave Culture Cast, which is crazy. But uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in today. I hope you're all having an awesome week so far. We have an incredible interview coming up in this episode today so I kind of want to just like get right into things uh but before I do so again huge shout out to all you guys for checking out the podcast make this your Instagram stories today share a link with a friend post it on your Twitter blast it out you know copy and paste it in your group chat today for your rave fam I really appreciate you guys spreading the word and you know we grow this family through you guys through your support and through you guys talking about it so thank you all so much for your support and dedication every week uh and if you guys have six seconds of your time and you want to rate and review on iTunes please do so Uh, that helps with the discovery of the podcast so thank you guys so much for doing that what else Um, you guys can follow along with us on social media my personal account is at Emma Kapotes that's E-M-M-A K-A-P-O-T-E-S and at Rave Culture Cast on Instagram and on Twitter just to follow along with everything we have going on Um, I'm always looking for submissions you guys I really want your input on the episodes and what content we have coming out in the future. So please feel free to send any feedback you guys have, DM me, reach out, and yeah, any suggestions on topics, people you want me to interview, let me know. Also, if you guys have a favorite raver or influencer, whatever it is, DJ, somebody in this space, send the podcast to them. Tell them to check it out. I would really, really appreciate the support um, because I do have some more interviews lined up, which I'm really, really enjoying doing. It's so fun learning about other people in the community. So yeah, if you guys reach out to someone on my behalf, I really appreciate it. We'll get some exciting people on here for you guys. And today is one of those cases. We have Frisky Hug coming on. I cannot wait for you guys to meet him. (laughs) Frisky Hug and I, or Manny and I, met for the first time at Imagine Music Festival. I'll tell you a little bit more in a bit about him and what this episode's going to be about. But uh, yeah, I have had the pleasure of meeting him twice now. I love following his content. He has a YouTube channel, he's big on Instagram. Guys, he's the most entertaining person to follow. So again, at Frisky Hug, huge shout out to him. Go support, go give him a follow, show him some love. But before we get into all of that, you guys, uh, let's do our listener of the week we have some submissions for that so for those of you who don't know every week I love to highlight one of our listeners uh, I just want to shout people out it's it's been really cool celebrating people in our community and our listeners so if you want to nominate anyone, please send an email to raveculturecast at gmail.com. That's raveculturecast at gmail.com with your listener of the week nominations and let me know why they deserve a shout out. So this week, let's open this email. I never pre-screen these, so, you know, hopefully they're they're good. (laughs) Okay, this one is from Lauren. It says, Hi, Emma. My name is Lauren Laguna. Oh, you might recognize me from your Instagram DMs. I wanted to nominate two of my very close friends that are actually boyfriends slash my rave dads. Their names are Javier and Moses. The reason why I wanted to shout them out was because they are the reason I discovered the EDM culture, which I am now obsessed with. I've heard certain mainstream EDM songs on the radio, but I had no idea the culture behind it and the different types of genres. They were the ones that took me to my first show at Stereo Live, which is an EDM venue club, One of my first shows was Morgan Page and I Have Never Looked Back. From them taking me to my first festival, which was Freaky Deaky, to taking care of me throughout my first role, they are the MVPs of Rave Dads. They always got the Pedialyte on deck and wipes for the porta-potties at festivals. Shout out. Guys, Rave Dads and moms, we hear you. We see you. Uh, I mean this in a very serious way when I say my life won't ever be the same because of them. Oh, sorry, excuse me. Because of them and because I just love EDM, especially house music. Now we are all going to EDC 2020 for my first time, including Camp EDC, and I cannot wait. Thank you for shouting them out, and thank you for your amazing videos. You guys are going to have so much fun at EDC and at Camp EDC. I've heard nothing but good things, so please enjoy that on my behalf. (laughs) This picture of me is in the green wig, our friend Victoria and my rave dads. This is at Decadence Colorado a couple weeks ago. We had the best time. You guys look amazing. If I remember, I'll put this photo up on the YouTube channel. Wow. Shout out to the Rave Fam. That was super sweet. Thank you, Lauren, for your nomination. So Javier, Moses, our Rave Dads, you guys are our listeners of the week. It's just really incredible to see friends that form in this community and like how people get involved and introduced to things I think that's like something that we all love there's like no feeling like introducing someone for the first time to like their first show or their first festival and seeing it become a huge part of someone's life is like the most rewarding thing about all this so that is so fucking awesome I'm glad you have a very incredible support system and Ray fam so shout out to all of you guys I hope you all have an awesome day Alright guys, so please send me in your nominations for listener of the week. Again, email me raveculturecast at com with a note similar to that. That's all we're looking for. We just want to spread some love and make some people smile. So, super excited. Okay, really quick announcements because I don't want to have the longest intro ever. So some of you guys might know I am a member of Pollen, which means that I promote for a whole bunch of different festivals. I bring you guys exclusive deals on tickets, express entry, money off, all kinds of fun things. I also have trips and excursions. But anyway, I am selling a whole bunch of tickets. So if you guys DM me on Instagram at Emma Capotis or at Rave Culture Cast, um, you guys can pick up tickets through me to, I'm just going to name a whole bunch, Envision, Ubby Dubby, Uh, Governor's Ball. We now have single day tickets available as well as three day GA and VIP. I have Lightning in a Bottle, Phoenix Lights, Elements Lakewood, Crush Arizona. What else do I have? There's like a whole bunch. I said Phoenix Lights already. Sunset Music Festival is a new one. Ever After I'm selling High Water Festival, Escapade, Shaky Boots, Shaky Knees, Voodoo Festival amongst many others i have a ton of tickets also to local shows near new york city and brooklyn so all my people that are living near me hit me up for tickets i'm happy to help you out with that guy with that you guys um also i announced in last week's episode my festival schedule for 2020 so really quickly if you guys missed that you guys can catch me at my first festival ultra miami so fucking excited about that. I'm going to have a lot of con- content coming out around Ultra. So hope to see you guys there. Uh, Ab- Ubby I will be at. I- I'm also going to be having meetups at all of these. So you guys, there will be totally an opportunity to meet up in person and say hello. Then I'm going to be at Governor's Ball. I'm not sure how many days, but I'll definitely make an appearance there. Electric Forest. Cannot wait for that. That's going to be my biggest festival of the year. I'm going to try and do Moonrise for the first time. Definitely Electric Zoo because that's like around where I live. I go there as much as I can. And EDC Orlando I will be back at and I will be staying at home base. So that's where you guys can find me this year. Very, very excited about a very busy, exciting festival season. So get pumped for that. Okay, last thing quickly before we get into the episode. I'm looking for upcoming submissions. Uh, The episode is going to be all about our most unforgettable rave or festival moments. So I want to hear your stories, whether they be heartwarming, emotional, feelsy. I don't care. I want to hear your beautiful stories of your most unforgettable moments at festivals or at raves. So please send everything in to raveculturecast at gmail.com. Again, that is raveculturecast at gmail.com. Let me know what moments are the most unforgettable, unforgettable for you and why. That is going to be, I just feel like a very impactful episode. I cannot wait to read everyone's stories and share mine with you as well. So please send those in as soon as you guys can. Alrighty, so let's get into today's topic and introduction to Manny, aka Frisky Hug. So Manny and I—well, I became familiar with Manny uh, just through Instagram, I believe. Like we have friends of friends, and obviously, like as beca- as I become more involved in this community, I am more and more aware of all of the content creators, influencers, people that I should know in this community. Manny is one of those people. So I finally met him at Imagine Music Festival. He was exactly what I thought he. was gonna be um his personality is contagious you guys you will see that in today's episode he is so energetic and vibrant and fun and just like full of life and he's just one of these people that you can tell just like loves what he's doing and enjoys life and he just has this like really big circle of friends and people in this community so I really just wanted to learn more about him and I wanted to introduce him to you guys as well because that's like Part of the fun of this whole podcast. So, anyway, so we met at Imagine. It was so much fun. We had a great weekend. It was really cool to just finally get to know him a little bit. And then I saw him again at EDC Orlando. He's also friends with some of the Lunchbox team. Um, so, again, friends of friends. And his content online is so entertaining, guys. Follow him on Instagram, follow him on YouTube. He's got a whole bunch of new festival vlogs up there, after movies, incredible content. It's so entertaining. And he is even more fun in person when you get to know him. So I just wanted to share that with you and introduce him. We covered so many different topics. So I'm actually really excited for you guys to hear this because we, we just jumped around. So I really loved this conversation. We had a lot of fun. I was laughing my ass off. So I hope that this brings you guys some joy today. But we covered everything from like The evolution of music festival culture and like how that has changed in the last few years. We've both been raving, rave names, how he came to be as Frisky Hug, men's rave fashion. We talk a little bit about uh, what it's like creating a network of people in this community. We talk about hoeing Out. We talk about creating after movies and vlogs and all of the things. So get excited for this interview. It's really, really great. And yeah, and go follow him, go support him show him some love and i think that's all i have so let's get into this interview with frisky hug Okay, so you're super busy. So I'm so happy to have you on today. I, I cannot wait to share this episode. Um, so thank you so much for doing this. I know you're running around.
1: <laughs> I, I know this this week has just been crazy. And I was like, I was like, I'll bring my microphone. We got this. Like, oh, hell it's yeah. Too easy. We can oh do this. God.
0: All right. Well, I'm so excited to have you guys. So for everyone who's listening who doesn't know, uh, we actually I, we met for the first time at Imagine Music Festival, which was awesome. And then since then, I've seen you at EDC Orlando, and I. Just became familiar with you online and then meeting you in person, you just have such like, a great personality and a vibrancy about you. And I was like, You would be great to introduce to the Reap culture, cast, audience. So, just to kick things off, I would love for you to just like introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your like, story.
1: Okay, so, um, I'm Frisky Hug. But uh, my real name is Manny. I actually am a soldier in the United States Army. I'm actually in a special forces group, and I work as an oral maxillofacial surgery technician there. Wow. Um, Yeah. (laughs) uh, Nobody does. I was like, I was putting it out there. Um, it, It was funny because the I was hanging out with the Fresh River and he's like, what do you do anyways? And honestly, he was like so intrigued. We spent an hour just talking about like what I did and I'm like, you just switch it up. What do you do? And then when he was telling me what he does, I'm like, dude, it's like, it's weird. Like, like nobody thinks we have this like life outside of raving, but it's like, when we're talking about it, it's like he was working all day yesterday. Like, he was on phone yeah. doing, uh, yeah. doing uh, conference calls and I was like, he had his laptop, I had my laptop and we're like... That's so
0: funny. I know, everyone has this whole second life or, like, full-time and, job on the side. It's crazy.
1: And it's funny because people go like, are you out of the army now? Like, I just see you <laughs> raving. And, and I'm like, no, I'm just in a special forces group. So, like, I literally have so much time off and, and a lot of flexibility that I could just do whatever I want whenever. Like, I literally yeah. had patience yesterday. And I, I literally just moved around my patients just to so go to Shaq's party. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so, yeah. But um, a little bit about, like, my background is uh, I actually wasn't always, like, a rave. Like, big on, like, the whole rave scene. I was actually a gamer first. So oh. I was big into gaming. I actually used to work for Activision. And I was a I was a test a game tester there, and I also have I still have it, but like I kind of like let this channel die. But it was a it was a gaming channel um, for Call of Duty. Um, it, it's like a whole different community, right, of like gamers. Right. So like um, I would do montages, do documentaries, um, do commentaries. You know, how like you do commentaries with like other like like collabs. Mm-hmm. I would do collabs, but with like other uh, gaming YouTubers. So oh. it's like the same concept, but in a different community. Right, right. And and it's it, it's crazy how similar these communities are because I came from like a gaming channel where like everybody was following me for my gaming content. Yeah. And when I when I decided I just didn't want to do gaming anymore, I kind of just let it die, and I haven't like really uploaded on that channel for like eight years. It's been a while. But it's funny because back in those days, I would hang out with my friends and we'd all go to like a little like a little party and we'd all go into like a random multiplayer game and people would be like, "Oh my God, I know you from your YouTube videos," and they're like it's so funny yeah, because like I, I noticed that now in the EDM scene as well you're, like, you're probably people that just know you and just like
0: I know it's, it's a whole other community on top of everything
1: and, and we're like blinded by how many communities there are I have a friend who's like into streaming and he goes and he like knows all these streamers and then you have your furry conventions and you have like a whole community of them and it's like mm-hmm. we are all our little like communities and yeah super, it's super funny I love it.
0: I had no idea you did that. Wait, so how did... Okay, so besides the content, when did you just start getting into like raving and music festivals in general? When did that start for you?
1: I can't remember if it was 2011 or 2012. Okay um my buddy
0: yeah my buddy
1: stewart um told me hey what are you doing like well we're going to go to a club if you want to come I'm like yeah sure like what like what kind of club is it he's like oh you know it's like david getta that kind of club I'm, So i'm thinking like oh a dj like you know in a small club just gonna be playing some david getta music like, all right let's go so I'm, i got my button-up shirt looking all fancy and i get there and everyone's just like on another planet and i'm like where am i what, what is this right right right
0: right so i think you got involved where was that
1: uh, that was in uh, California, Los Angeles, at the Hollywood Palladium. Okay. It was Steve Angelo, so one of the Swedish House Mafia guys. Yeah. And at the moment, I was like, Steve, I don't know who Steve Angelo is, and my buddy was like, Oh, he's part of Swedish House Mafia, and I was like, Like, oh, I I know a couple of their songs, and I I, I was like, kind of, I was like, okay, that's kind of cool, but I didn't like. I, when I went to that rave, I didn't plan on just going to the rave. I didn't think it was going to be like, that big of a deal. You, you know, everyone's tired now. Like, um, I actually went bungee jumping right after that, too.
0: Oh, no way. You're all yeah. in the place. It's so crazy.
1: <laughs> it was fun.
0: Oh Where are you originally from California?
1: So I'm originally from California. Um, I'm actually from a town called San Luis Obispo. Okay. Um, I don't know if you ever – have you ever seen the movie Under the Electric Sky?
0: yes my favorite
1: <laughs> okay so do you ever did you ever like remember um that like firefighter um yeah that's my friend nick abarka um we're no from the same
0: way <laughs>
1: <laughs> that, yeah that's uh he's from our hometown we're all like part of like that same hometown okay. um he actually hosts you know like the fresh river hosts like fresh raves yeah um well Nick Abarka has his own raves every single month in, in that community. And, like, and I, that's kind of where I started like raving more. And then I kind of like, um, but I didn't like let it stop me there when I, when I started raving back. And I think it, I really took off in 2013. That's like when I like just okay. every month I was just hitting raves. Every like two weeks hitting raves.
0: Wow. Um, that's so crazy. Were you in the military at that point too?
1: I wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't. I was actually that I was still doing some gaming stuff. And I was actually working for a helicopter company. I was an inspector oh, wow. for helicopter parts.
0: Damn. Oh, my God. You have so like, many <laughs> different, like, avenues to go down. It's crazy.
1: I know. I, I just, <laughs> I get bored really easily. And I'm just like, oh, send for something new, you okay, know?
0: Yeah, what's something exciting? Okay. And so now you currently live in Denver, right?
1: So, yep. Yeah, I uh, So I live in Colorado Springs, um, just like an hour south of, of Denver. Um, and the community there is amazing like i didn't think it was a, a huge edm community there but then once you like you you like kind of dive in there you realize that there's a yeah. rave every single day right every day and there's like a uh so Tommy, right, um, we were trying to figure out plans, and I literally just gave him, like, a sheet full of just events that are going on this weekend, and we're, like, choosing, like, it's...
0: Nice. Well, there's a lot of people moving there, too, I just noticed. Like, I know three people within, like, the EDM community just moved to Denver, and I was like, am I missing something? Is this, like, the new, like, LA, or, like, what the hell is going on?
1: <laughs> I think Amanda was... I was talking to her yesterday. She was trying to get the Rave Doctor, like, crew to, like, move okay. over to Denver, and she's, like, yeah. you know, kind of playing Puppet Master, trying to, like, get them to come. Over there. I'm like, that's so funny. Like everyone's gonna be in Denver. (laughs)
0: Besides, like the I guess, like obviously you have Red Rocks and there's like a music community there. I I've never been, but I'm just curious like what is it about Denver that made you want to move there besides that? Like, do you just love the community there?
1: Or it's actually like a really big community, and like I think like like networking-wise, there's a lot of people there that like you could just network, like who was it? Um, I mean, where's the man that just moved there, right? And like um, and then, like, when you're talking, like, influencers, you got all these, like, influencers that are just, like, moving there, right? Yeah. And then, when you're talking, like, DJs, like, Midnight T, like, he lives there. You know, Elenium yeah. lives there. I mean, you yeah. have all these DJs that just live there, and it's, like, right. they're, it's crazy because, like, they'll um, have an event with, like, a certain artist, and then, all of a sudden, <laughs> surprise, Elenium. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: well, I can't even imagine. It's got to be just so beautiful there, too, and I'm sure, like, they say, what, like, Colorado are some of the healthiest people in the United States, too, so they've got some with, things going for them.
1: <laughs> it's also, like, for like four to six thousand like higher in elevation so yeah, like yeah. it took me like a month to just kind of get used to the elevation but the first thing I did if you ever go to like Denver Colorado Springs area is there's something called the incline so it's like you like these stairs like kind of like the stairway to heaven kind of deal but just yeah, not as yeah. big but it's really nice view and then like um the second thing I did was I hiked uh, Pikes Peak which is like a sewer peak um there's actually 14 like big like peaks that you can like that you can hike and yeah. They're called the 14ers, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's um it, it's a great place to kind of just go hiking. And that's kinda like where I kind of started when I moved there. I just started hiking. I've I've already done like four feet. Pe- yeah. Oh yeah, it's super outdoorsy. But yeah. the I think the downside with like um Colorado is that the snow will just get you like this. Like oh man. <laughs> so like so like Amanda uh, was also at the Shack thing, right? So she she left um earlier yesterday like, super early, or no, two days ago, right? So she left super early, and then I'm like, oh, okay, I like, I'm, I'm catching my flight a little bit later, and yeah. I'm just gonna, um on my way there, it's beautiful day, just amazing, and then all yeah. of a sudden, boom, blizzard. And I'm like, <laughs> this sucks. I'm like, so, like, now I'm almost late for my flight, so I'm like, okay, like, I'm, I was late, really like, 20 minutes, like, shy from, like, missing my flight. Oh my and I, originally, I had, like, two hours to spare, but all of a sudden, we're going, like, 35 miles an hour on the freeway. That, that's the only, like, downside. It's like, it, yeah. the weather will, like, just hit you out of nowhere.
0: All right. Well, hopefully in October when I go, it'll be nice. I'm excited to it, see it. <laughs> oh,
1: you're gonna see tons of snow in October.
0: No, can't. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We'll just be in a house and everything. But oh my god. Well, i'm it's really interesting just to hear like all the different paths you've been on. And I do want to talk to you a little bit about your network. I have like a couple random topics just to like shoot at you, so we can just go through a bunch. But.
1: For sure. Start
0: start from the beginning. Where did the name Frisky Hug come from?
1: (laughs) Oh my gosh. Man, I haven't been asked that in a really long time. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So in 2013, uh, it was the first time I ever went to like a big festival. I went to EDC Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. And I was still very naive in the whole rave community, like uh, on the whole like rave scene. So, like me going into like a rave, I was not prepared. Right. I, I bought a ticket to EDC like the weekend before. And I was like, I'm going to EDC, whatever this is, you know? And I, I, I bumped some, like, I bumped the floor from one of my friends. I'm like, hey, I just need, like, a spot. And um, I get so hammered. And, like, the entire weekend, it's, like, all a big blur. Um, but I guess that when I was at EDC, I was, like, how to put this? <laughs> I was a whore. <laughs> <laughs>
0: There it is. Just let it <laughs> out. This is an rated podcast. Number. Yeah,
1: I was. Uh, yeah, I was over nine thousand, like horror that is level, so and funny. um, I I was like, in, I like kind of went to this group, right? And my buddy yeah. was like, uh, the next day, he's like, hey, come hang out with us again. You were super cool, you know. Um, just like, like no more being like super frisky like you were last night, and and and, and after that, after that, right? And like he just kept calling me frisky. And then he uh, he's like, hey, does anyone ever, like, gave you your rave name? I'm like, I don't even know what a rave name is. Right. He's like, okay, well, because of the first night when I first met you and all the things you were doing, <laughs> I'm going to call you frisky, oh, you know? Nice. So after, like, the whole uh, – he gave me, like, my whole frisky thing, I was like – I kind of just owned it. At first it was a little embarrassed because, like, oh, right. like, he literally gave me, like, the worst rave name <laughs> anyone could have ever thought of. Like, that's, like, embarrassing, no. you know? And I think after a while I'm like, you know what, I'm just, I'm just going to own it. I'm going to own it. I'm going to make it my thing. Um, I started wearing uh, free hug stuff everywhere. I had a totem for free hugs, yeah. you know. And then I started making, um, I started making candy that you know just said Frisky Hug on it. And I was like, oh. and I, and it was funny. I was looking through my old pictures, and I had been making Frisky Hug candy since 2013. Yeah, you know, forever. Yeah. And, and I was like, man, that was a long time ago. I, like, I literally didn't remember, like, when the first time I started making Frisky Hug Kenny was. But then I have a picture, and, and it goes all the way back to 2013. Like, that is crazy. I didn't think, like, it was, like, making Kenny that far back.
0: I love the stories behind it, though. And I think it's, it's catchy, and it totally describes you. Like, it's just the best thing. Because festivals and, like, this whole community is very loving and welcoming. And, like, it's such an easy place to meet people. So I kind of love that it's become this, like, whole personality for you.
1: Oh, my <laughs> you God. You have a
0: flag now. The flag. Oh, the
1: flag. I, I made it. Yeah, I made a flag. I have a flag. I have two flags, actually. I lost one. Okay. Um, And I made a totem. But it's really hard because, like, you can't always, like, take these things to, like, festivals. Yeah. So, like, unless I'm driving. So it was like, eh, it's okay. But funny story. So yesterday, this new guy kind of came into our pregame party thing that we were having um he's one of uh, uh scott's friends uh the rave dr scott is one of his friends right and he's like hey guys i'm here but i'm not a raver it's my first time going to one of these things and okay. i'm like hey well you know you picked the perfect place to come in to kind of hang out with us mm-hmm. and so fresh raver was there and then you know he goes oh so why why do you have like why do you look like a deodorant he had his jersey on right yeah. he goes oh i'm the I, i'm the fresh raver he's telling like, his story he goes so you just put like deodorant on people <laughs> right and for him he was like this he just cracked up laughing and like to us it's like you know, he's yeah, the pressure. When you think
0: about
1: it, <laughs> <laughs> when you think about it, you're like thinking of like a random person looking at it. And like, yeah, it's a little weird, you know, we're like, okay, we don't think like that. <laughs> we're just so used to where we're just like jaded. And then he goes up to me, he goes, he goes, so you're sure it's just first e hug. Let me guess you hug people. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like like borderline. At borderline, get molested sometimes, so like, but it's okay. And <laughs> then he goes part of it. Yeah. Yeah. So he wanted. He's like, I want to see videos. I want to see videos of Fresh Raver doing the deodorant. So we. I had to show him like, because I, I have footage of Fresh yeah. River from Imagine doing the deodorant thing. And people, like, okay. he, he's just like, that's amazing. He's like, so do you have any hug videos? And I was like, <laughs> I do but I'm going to show you the censored ones that I put on YouTube because the uncensored ones might get me, like, demonetized. <laughs> I
0: don't know. You have to just, like, edit that out.
1: I edited it until I was showing him the clips. I'm like, you see how, like, it jumps from clip to clip? Um, at some point, somebody's hand was somewhere. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh-huh. Oh, my God. Well, I do I do definitely want to talk about your YouTube channel and your yeah. blog. Consensual. Yeah, 100%. What else was I going to ask? Do you, what do you think about rave names? Because that's actually – when I was thinking about questions to ask you, I was like – It definitely, even when I went to EDC my first time in 2015, we met a totally random stranger. We were, like, sitting on the bleachers watching the fireworks, and this guy just leans over, and he's like, I'm going to give you guys rave names. And he only ended up giving one person a rave name. But I feel like they're not, like, some influencers, like, have their handles,
1: which I don't
0: their rave name, but, like, that's what people know them as. So I'm curious, like, should we bring back rave names? I feel like they're not a thing anymore.
1: (laughs) You're... Completely right. Okay, right. <laughs> because the the whole concept of like how raving is yeah. has changed over the last like six years. It it has, you know, like Plur isn't the same anymore. Like right. people are just you know everything's changed. And I was actually just talking to one of my buddies uh, about Plur changing and how because one of my buddies like he's he went to his first festival for EDC Orlando and he's talking about Plur. He goes peace, love, unity, respect. He's like I get it now. Like everyone's just so happy. And and I it made me really happy because that's how i used to view plur back in those days and like everything just changes like maybe it's just that we're just so jaded from like everything that's going on we see things that we didn't normally see back in those days when we were naive like right. we, we notice people stealing you know phones yeah. are going missing i mean people are like just out of control the and people really- and that no excuse me pisses me off the most yeah. Fentanyl, yeah, fentanyl in drugs, like really, you're killing people. Yeah. That wasn't a thing back then. And it's like yeah. everything everything changes and I think uh going back to like the whole um rave names, mm-hmm. you know, I think we've gone kind of away from that, but I think people who are generally still in the mindset of plur, like me, mm-hmm. you, you know, we we're, we go from way back like raving, right? Like mm-hmm. 2013, 2012 area yeah. where rave names was kind of how we started our, yep. you know, raving so for us it's normal to rave name somebody but nowadays it's like if you really really back then like i don't know you don't really like rave name people anymore
0: yeah it was but a th- different part of the culture for sure yeah but i think
1: i think i think we should bring it back
0: because <laughs> <laughs> so I, I mean just from being like on this side of it i i felt like i started my channel partially because of like the reasons we were just saying like i wanted to continue the community and like the positive aspects of it because i was seeing so many people just going and get fucked up and I was like, okay, I want to, like, make videos for the younger generation coming into this so they understand, like, the yeah. parts of this. So that's, like, why I kind of wanted to do it. But we – back in, like, 2012 and 2013, it's so funny how the fashion has changed, too, because that was, Oh,
1: my like, God. Do you remember those, like, fuzzy, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> warmers? I was like – I'm. I'm actually kind of glad those like went away because yep. I don't know. They made it. Just seemed like everybody had Ugg boots at that point. <laughs> yes,
0: I know. No, it was like the furries and the rain bras and like the flower crowns. Like those definitely all had their moment. Now it's a totally different. It was.
1: Thing, it's. I look back at the pictures and I'm like, oh my god, dude. Like, <laughs> really
0: rough. I know. It's rough. <laughs> well, I was like in college, like around like 2011 and everything too, and that was the phase where it was like the heavy partying, like the white with the neon shirts and like the party with yes, shirts yeah, and everything. everything.
1: It's funny. And you know what's funny, though? Everything was simpler back in those days. Yeah. You're like, oh, what, what do I, wear for, what do I wear, wear for a rave? I don't know. Just pick a neon shirt. Like I was just like, oh, this yep. looks colorful. That's, that's it. Like, there was no like, funny. you know. Yeah, I didn't I didn't shop for clothes. Like, electro threads. I don't even know what was a thing back in those days. Like,
0: Yeah. No, I know. Oh, my God. Well, now this is good. Like, we kind of transitioned right into what I want to talk about. So Manny was in my men's rave and festival fashion video, which I loved. And I think that was a really great mashup of a whole different – styles for men because one i don't think there is enough coverage on men's raven festival clothing there's definitely not enough like youtubers and things like that but i'm curious like where what would you how would you describe your style now if we could talk a little bit about men's fashion here
1: (laughs) oh okay you know Okay, so kind of going back to kind of, you just yeah. mentioned something a little bit that kind of rang a bell, because I was talking to Amanda about this yesterday, yeah. how like how there's like a lack of male influencers in the in the EDM world. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, I was telling her like, I want to be a part of like, like the male influencers for our EDM culture because there just isn't enough males. Like, mm-hmm. and one of my buddies, oh, by the way, that man's apparel video, great video. I got so many positive feedback about it. They were like, they're like, she, like, she made a good point, like, making that video, because one of the guys was, like, I've been looking for a video on YouTube for, like, somebody, please, like, show me what I need to wear. He's, like, I've just been rocking board shorts this entire time, and I'm, like, like, finally, like, a video, and I was, like, dude, that's, like, awesome. I'm, like, I'm gonna let her know, like, that's, like...
0: Oh, thank you. That's awesome. Yeah, and definitely, please step in, too, because I think, I mean, once you get enough requests, you're, like, clearly there's the need here, and no one's doing it, so, like, I was... It was like a race against the clock. And
1: you, know, you don't even think the, about it. Like, people, like, need these videos until, like, you, th- you do it. And then like, people are like, whoa, finally, this video's out.
0: Yeah, no, I'm so happy you were a part of it.
1: <laughs> but, like, I guess I guess from back in those days, um, you know, wearing just, like, a regular neon shirt, maybe some neon color or whatever, yeah. to now, I'm, I'm, I think I'm a little bougier. Like, okay. you know, I, I, like, I, I like to match. I like to – I don't know. I, I feel like that's, like, my like – my, uh, it, it's two things. It, it's funny and bougie.
0: Okay, I like it. <laughs> so, between
1: one of the two, so like I like to shop like Electro Threads. One of my and IEDM are like one of my two big ones. Where like I kind of like I love their style and I love to match those those styles. They have great clothes, great quality too. Yeah. Um, and but, if it's not yeah, and then if it's not like um. Those two like companies, whatever. I try to buy something funny. Like, um, I don't know. I don't know. Am I allowed to say some of the things that I don't think I'm allowed yeah, yeah, to say? Yeah, no, please go ahead. <laughs> like my eye, like like my eye, yeah, shirt, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, people see that and and they're like. And they, like, share me on, the, like, their, on their stories and, like, their pose. Like, dude, this guy's funny. I'm like, <laughs> I'm glad somebody thinks so. <laughs> I
0: have a shirt with funny sayings on it, people. That's what I'll say. Go to his Instagram to see. Yeah, but, like,
1: I have one that says, don't feed the horse drugs. I'm just
0: yeah, like. Popular one.
1: I know. I, know. I, I, I love funny things like that. So, like, if I'm not being funny, then I want to. Oh, no, there's three things. Because I've been kind of rocking my own, like, merch shirts and I stuff. I was going
0: to ask you. Yeah, did you just get a new shirt?
1: I I did. I'm, i I've been testing out different designs, different color schemes. I just mass ordered a bunch of the <clears throat> the Frisky Hug. It's it's like a five color scheme. I was just getting a lot of requests of like, where can I buy your shirts? And yeah. and and I was I didn't want to keep charging people for single like shirts. Okay. People, I was like I was just charging people like single shirts and it just cost too much money. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna just mass order. And I'm already I'm already like done with like twenty. Uh, shirts already. I'm like
0: That's so awesome. I, co- I saw the one design. I was like, that looks fucking sick. I loved it.
1: I love like the trippy stuff because I was at so I was at X Games last weekend, and which was fun by the way. Elenium killed it. Um, but this guy. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Elenium was it was amazing, and then the view, the mountains there. Oh, I mean, the X Games. I probably want to do it again next year. It was it was amazing. Um, but. This guy turns around, right? He's like he he like snuck in a bottle. So he's like drunk. And he he turns around and goes, Bro, your shirt He's like he's like, What either I took acid by accident or your shirt's just really trippy. He's (laughs) like I'm like thanks man like that's exactly what i wanted to hear because that, oh, that was like the point of my shirt i'm like thank yeah. you like this yeah. comments really do justice <laughs>
0: right i know i was gonna say it's the right community for it so
1: <laughs> but speaking of like apparel right um vibe with aid was like she was kind of looking to like shopify because she wanted to like sell things or whatever yeah. and i thought i thought of something because like we all have like like the, even the fresh river has his own like, website and stuff like that and i was like mm-hmm. it'd be really cool if we had like a centralized like edm world shopify website or something where like anybody could like shop their favorite influencers like shirts merch whatever stickers uh magnets I like pins i
0: like that yeah yeah, yeah.
1: But, but you know it's a
0: it's an idea well it's, it's a cool, an idea small, small community i was just who was i just talking i think i was just talking with Aid about this we were saying like the community definitely is growing like i can see new people coming in and like starting channels and like you know, new influencers coming about, but it really is such a small community. And like, I met so many people this past year, but I mean, you, how have you developed like your network? Has it just been being at all these events?
1: Well, it started off in California. And so I kind of like branched off from California and I kind of started doing a lot of East coast stuff. And it's funny because I actually got a lot more popular at the East coast than it did in California. And I don't know if it's the people but maybe I, just, I think I just vibe more with East Coast people, which is weird yeah and i don't know I don't know why, and I, that's why I keep coming to the East Coast because sure. people love you know frisky hug, but when I go to when I'm in Cali, it's like it's like I don't get the attention that I deserve not <laughs> no it's like it's just like Five. like those are my people you know I'm from California, those I love them, but it's like everyone just kind of seems like everyone's gonna like a like something in their ass, like, yeah. like no offense to my Kelly people. I love you guys, but I'm like, yeah, yeah. from what I've seen in, in some places, it's like, everyone's kind of like
0: different vibe. on their
1: own, you yeah. know, it's not like, it's not like a friendly community. It's like, everyone's just kind of like doing their own thing. Whereas like, sure. I go to the East coast and you can see our community. Like we're together. We're all hanging out. And like, okay, right, I right. see that. And that's like, that's like the difference between like both sides. But yeah, I started off in California and I honestly was just, that's the beauty about California, though. They have festivals every week.
0: Right. I know. I'm so uh, That
1: I I could I was literally going broke. I just like, went to all of them. And, like, <laughs> yep. San Francisco, Los Angeles, San Diego. I mean, I still remember, like, my first EDM festival was Identity Festival in San Diego. And that, that, that's not, like, a thing anymore. But, like, the festivals are always changing in California. You'll have it, like, for two years. Boom. It's gone. There's a different rate now.
0: Sure. Unless it's, like, an insomniac, like, staple Festival that they have out there—is it the Nas Center? Is that how you say
1: it? The Nas, yeah.
0: I kept saying NOS, and people were like, "You're not from like, are you?" I'm like, "Nope." <laughs> still haven't been there. Still need to get out there, but <laughs>
1: it's it's funny because like um originally coming from like uh, being a gamer mm-hmm. um I try to use like my like okay I let my I let my channel die for like eight years right I'm like oh I still have like I had I had like six thousand followings um on that channel. But that was only because I was hanging out with famous gamers back in those days, and everyone was, like, adding me, right? Just from playing with, like, um this guy named Zergeriz, Um he had about 150,000 following, so whenever I played with him, I would get, like, hundreds of followers after that, because he'd post me on his videos and stuff. And I tried to use my Ray videos on that channel, and I lost hundreds of people They were like, why am I watching this crap? And I was like... Oh,
0: that's so interesting. Okay. Yeah, it's, totally different, like, I guess. <laughs> it's so and so
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I know. Well, because, like, I never showed my face in, in those channels. It was always, like, okay. it, they were, like, montages of, like, clips and, right, and right. commentaries with other cre- video creators. And they never saw my face. So when it started, they started seeing, like, my face and me being all crazy, they're like, what is, like, what is this? Like,
0: sure, this isn't what I signed up
1: for. <laughs> I lost 2,000 subscribers from all the videos I was posting. Yeah. So, I just, like, you know, Huh. yeah so I start I stopped posting those things um and then I'm like you know what I just kind of use it as like a trash channel and I posted this video of like where am I like uh, those are my chocolates video like a little parody yeah and yeah. it got like 76,000 views and I was like oh okay like maybe I could still like use it to like throw some like funny skits here and there you know
0: oh, sure sure and you're on TikTok now too
1: I'm on TikTok now. Okay, that is addictive. I should have never gotten to TikTok. <laughs> like, I've literally been in bed just, like, like looking at TikToks um, to, like, one o'clock in the morning. I'm like, this is bad. No, I should it really ne-
0: is. It's a time suck, but... As, as far as like creating, I'm hopping all over the place, but fuck it up. As far as like creating content though, for TikTok, like I feel like it's right up your alley though, because it's kind of like funny skits, like you yep. physically. So it's like kind of doing that stuff, but I don't know. What are you, what is your strategy with it? Are you just having fun with it?
1: <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I think my TikTok is all over the place. Um, <laughs> because I want to post like small clips of like something cool like I so I uh for decadence I was uh on stage with AC Slater and I yeah, yeah. first of all never been like like on the stage with the DJ, that's like yep. at least not at a festival. Then I, like 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 a small concert and stuff like yeah. that. But they're like and at him, a festival. Yeah. I, I was up there. and I was like, look at all these peasants. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh my god! Don't unsubscribe.
0: <laughs> I told you this was gonna be a fun episode. I was so excited for this. Please keep going. <laughs> I know. No, that's a cool experience.
1: Um. So like I I, I thought that was like really cool. I was like, okay, I'm gonna post that on my TikTok. I don't know why. I'm like, cool. Put yeah, it on my TikTok. A little bit of candy trade on my TikTok. And then I, what I really Love doing are these like, it's like these, like, they're like finger dances.
0: I love those, yeah. It's like the challenges, too.
1: It's I love, cool. I, I, I- it gives me something to do. So like, I'll do a duet and I will do it together. And I literally will spend like three hours trying to perfect the moves. I and then going to ask how long does that take? It's like three hours. <laughs> but, uh, and, and then that's when I realized I'm like, wow, I literally just spent three hours on a TikTok That's only going to get like a few hundred views.
0: <laughs> it's so hard though. I know. Cause I've been like looking into it too. And it's like, people were saying it's, it's really not like Instagram where you just post a video. And it's not. It. They're like, you actually have to put effort into creating original content. If you want like a successful channel. Okay. And,
1: and, and it's crazy because you use the for you page hashtags it yeah. doesn't always work but then I, I posted something um i put to like the ellenium set uh, like a good like 15 minute fifty second clip okay. and um i put down like snowboarding colorado check just like random like you know hashtags and that thing got like a few hundred views versus the zero views i got for a for you page yeah. i'm like
0: something else yeah
1: it's, I don't I don't understand the algorithm and it's really hard to like I don't know I don't I don't know how that works.
0: I don't know. There's something weird about it to me. Part of me is like it just seems too random and sketchy. Like how, I don't know. It just seems very random to me. I'm like I don't think this is like as easy to figure out as, like, an Instagram or Facebook where there are, like, guidelines. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I mean, people are, like, getting TikTok famous. They have, like, millions of, like, followers. And, <laughs> and I'm just, like, I'm, and people can recognize as TikTokers. I'm, like, that's crazy because I couldn't – if I follow you on TikTok, I probably won't recognize you um, unless – there is one person I would, like, completely recognize, and he looks just like um, uh, Tom Holland. Okay. So I follow him because he does a lot of, like, Spider-Man, like, cosplay stuff, and I just thought it was cool.
0: Okay. No, yeah. I mean, it's so interesting. I'm curious to see, too. I mean, when, as festival season happens and stuff, there's definitely an opportunity to get a lot of original video. I'm going to try it. Ultra is my first festival, so I'm, like, I have a plan to try and get some TikTok
1: content when I'm there. I know. I, I, I love, like, how everyone's, like, wor- like we'll focus on, like, the videos that we're going to do, like, in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, e- even, so the Fresh Raver yesterday, I was uh, helping him record, and he, he had a professional mic now, and he was, like, and I was, like, dude, I, like, I really love how, like, you're putting the time and effort into, like, getting a good video, because um, he, he's trying to step up his YouTube game, too, so he's... Oh, okay. he, he, he's like okay I'm gonna start putting my like good videos out there now and I'm like that's awesome man like I, I love how like you know people put focus into the videos that they're gonna make and you know um I don't think TikTok needs that much focus though no
0: <laughs> uh, I know it just seems so it's random. just
1: it, yeah it she just be like fun honestly I was gonna praise you because uh you've been uploading like three videos like minimum on YouTube uh-huh. and I'm like how do you that's crazy like how do you do that
0: i don't know it's like like all i do i literally like go to work and then i come home and i work until i go to sleep every single day pretty much
1: (laughs) i I was talking to somebody but i'm like dude like i don't know how she does it it's just like it's video after video
0: it's one of those things like we could chat offline too. Like yeah. creative outlet and I can just like separate the two. That's how I
1: am with like my after movies. Like I love my vlogs. Uh, like vlogging is nice, but like where my where I really get like the, the most motivation is out of these after movies that I make. I love the editing skills and I love going there and I just like, that, that's what I'm passionate about, is like editing. Yep. Um and I'm I'm a little behind on my after movies though. I'm like I'm still working on EDC. That was like back in November.
0: Yeah. <laughs> The festivals put their stuff out, like, months after, too, but... Yeah, yeah, Like, how did you learn editing?
1: Oh, well, I learned back when I was doing uh, the montages for, like, video gaming. Oh, okay. Um, but back in those days, I was actually way cooler than I am now, because I was doing, like, actual animation stuff, and, like, okay. I was using... Uh, um, Cinema 4D which is like a 3D animation uh, software and I was using Adobe After Effects and I was like really into like mm-hmm. I don't know the my editing was way better back in those days and like so I was trying to pick it up again because I like it's been a while since so I like, started editing and sure. I'm using it uh, well,
0: yeah what do you think makes like a successful after movie either for yourself or ones that you're watching
1: from other festivals I think my hardest part is finding a good song oh okay yep Like, I can make, like, magic happen, but I need a good song. So, like, I can can make, like, black flashes happen and maybe, like, do in and out, like, things going on with, like, the video. But if I don't have a song that's going at the pace that I want it to and changing when I need it to, Mm -hmm. then it's, like, I'm kind of at the mercy of the song.
0: Right, 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 right. It's so – it's, like, two totally different beasts, too, because I I like watching both from other people. Like, the after movies, like, give me a feeling of, like – it just gets me really hyped for a festival, and like lets me know what it's kind of like. And then the vlogs, I want to know like the nitty gritty details. Same, same,
1: exactly. Yeah. No, I'm I'm the same way. Like I haven't been to a festival. I'm gonna look at somebody's vlogs, right? I'm okay. like, okay. Like, um, I was looking at like Dirty Bird Campout. So I was looking at, uh, at AIDS vlogs, right? Like, okay, what is she going through? So that if I go there, I know what I'm going to go through. Yep. Um, But at the same time, like, when I'm, like, trying to tell somebody, like, hey, like, the whole uh, rave scene, how is it? I'll show them an after movie, right? Because I'm going to get them hype, And they're like, I had a buddy's like, wow, you make it, like, look really fun. Yeah. And, like, that's oh, the point. Thank you. <laughs> like, I'm glad. You, yeah.
0: You try, well, yeah, I think the after movie is trying to, like, capture everything in and, like, you definitely have to approach it differently, too, though. Like, when you're at the festival, are you thinking of shots for an after movie?
1: Yes. Okay. Which which sucks because, like, I'm thinking, I'm thinking after movie and I'm thinking vlog and I was like, I think at some points I forget that like I need to be in the moment too, and yeah. I'm just like nonstop recording, and then I feel like I kind of feel like it all just passes me by, and if, like the festival's over, I'm just like, dude. I
0: know. Like it's it's yeah, you have to like skate that fine line of like, okay, I want to enjoy this set, and then yeah, I don't know. I try. I'll definitely like take my camera out for like the first song. When I'm vlogging, I'm like, cool, let me just capture, like, the, his intro song or whatever it is. And then I try and enjoy it. And then every now and then I'll just, like, pull my camera out and get a few. But for the, like, the if it's an hour set, I might be filming for, like, ten minutes of it, if that. So, like, in yeah. reality, you are watching the majority of it.
1: Yeah, I try, my, I try to give myself, like, one day to just, like, no camera. And I'm just, like, yeah. uh, like for ADC Orlando, I give myself the last day. Um, that's, that's why like, uh, I have a vlog and it's like four minutes long. And I was like, I just wanted to spend time with my, with my friends, my family, you know, like, like yep. um, uh, I, I grew this, uh, little small community. Uh, we called each other, um, ho base, right? It's just little, <laughs> a little, group, a group of little hoes. Um, and I, I, I grown to love them. I we're still like, it's this huge, like 45 person, like group chat. Wow. And I've grown to love every single one of them. And like, I'm like, I need, I need this third day of EDC to just be, us right. and I hung out with him and no recording it was just us and it was great. I also was like super sober so I was actually really tiredish for part I probably should have drank to kind of like get my mood up but Is gosh I'm t-
0: yeah
1: but I mean I didn't want to drink anymore cuz I was like I just I don't know. I just no. want to have like a sober day, but at the same time, it killed that's me because you needed you needed a drink if you're gonna be that tired. <laughs> no, I. Like you're doing. True. Oh, you're doing home base. That's right. You're doing home I was base. Just gonna say, let's talk about home base.
0: First <laughs> well, everyone, go watch his vlogs. They are so fucking entertaining. I'm <laughs> cracking up watching them. Like I don't know. You really just like capture how fun festivals are and everything. But yeah, home base next year. I'm hundred percent doing. It's interesting they split it into two
1: hotels though. So, okay. Like, <laughs> I mean, that's a little concerning only because like what if your friends are in a different you know it just makes everything right. so much harder and I think the convenience of everybody in, being in the same building was nice. why I liked home base
0: yep yep I wonder um, if they're just anticipating so many more people doing it that's the only thing I was thinking because like I highly encourage people to do it i I had so much FOMO a lot like this past year not going it just was like so nice when I visited for the two hours. All the parties are there, after parties. Everyone walking around is going to EDC, so you're surrounded by fun people. The opportunity to meet new people is, like, endless, so...
1: I, mean, I this heard, people <laughs> this last year for Brian like all, all his home base stuff all year last year was like a hit so yes. like i th- i think i think he's got a good point it is going to like double in size i think i mean i think it's smart because i think like he he was he's literally sold out like all the tickets right for, like home yeah. base so it's like after like the after movie came out uh that they had and like everybody was watching it. like that thing got like thousands and thousands of views in like 10 minutes yep. you know it was like
0: what do you I- think about it in general like strategy wise because like for me i'm sad that it's only limited i know they do a couple they do sunset music festival and the edc the big one but i almost wish they did other festivals because now i kind of like that whole i
1: know i love it you know yeah. and like I I think that Brian, um, I think he is going to, you know, I say that he should, but I'm like a hundred percent sure he's venturing out to different festivals, you know,
0: it's a huge undertaking. I know it's not easy.
1: <laughs> oh no, but he's got a really good loyal team. Um, yeah. Actually, let's speak about an incident that happened at home base. <laughs> <laughs> the tea. Yeah. Um, so a little bit of tea. So I was talking to home base, like their Instagram page. I forget who runs it. I was like, I said, Hey, like I got a GoPro. Can I record? And I do like vlogs and after movies, I would like to like record inside. They're like, yeah, you got it or whatever. So I go to the, to the pool party and they hired some, like I don't know who their security guards were, but they don't, they weren't like really trained on the rules. The guy was like, Hey, you can't bring that GoPro in here. And I was like, are you sure? Like they said it was cool. They're like, no. And then like, he pushes me. And I was like, Oh, excuse me.
0: Right. Right. Yeah, you know,
1: like, okay, like I'll go like and put it back, you know? And then, I, I, I'm already upset, right? Because yeah. when did he touch? He touched me. I'm like, I'm already upset.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, and I'm drunk. You can't, you can't touch me when I'm drunk. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, pretty, I'm pretty petty when I'm drunk because uh, I get on my Instagram and I'm like, home base, you promise this and this. And like, he, like tell him, show him this, tell him that like you know we're allowing you the GoPro, whatever. And then I show showed it to him, and he's like, what's that? I'm like, home base. It's nice to me saying that I can have it in here. Like no, nope. he's like, I just radioed it in. They said no. I'm like, you did not radio in. You just literally <laughs> touched your ear. <laughs> yeah, you idiot. And then he like does that whole like he does the whole shoving thing again. Like I'm like, oh hell no. I'm like, I want to speak to fucking Brian right now. You know, I'm like, I forget her name, but she runs like the media. She came through and is it
0: Elliot? She runs. Elliot. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Elliot
1: and god i can't remember the guy's name it's such the j i forget I brian's like right, brian's right hand man right was also there and i'm causing a scene you know i should i probably should have because like but i did i was drunk and you really stopped testing me oh <laughs> yeah it
0: wasn't to do with you this guy just had a fucking ego that he was
1: like yeah so you know finally elliot had to go in to like actually tell him like hey stop like he's good to go like we've been telling him he's good yeah stop you know and I never saw that guy again so I don't know go home base (laughs) no I love home base and I like I thank them and um you know the the Brian's team is like a a bunch like they're really good people and and they work they worked really hard for the event you know um but one thing I would have fixed if um if I was them, and I know it's probably really hard to, like, organize, sure. but we requested our 45 people, like, you know how I told you we have 45 people? Oh, wow, uh, yeah. We all requested, we had a whole list of everybody's emails and stuff saying, hey, can we all be on the same floor? Uh, and uh, they scattered all of us and it didn't matter.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, yeah, I'm curious how that would work because you would think you could get, like, a room block or
1: something where it's, like,
0: I can't even imagine
1: <laughs> planning. Uh, I explosion. mean, it's, a, dude, I mean, planning must be insane for that. Like, um, yeah. props to them for even, like, planning as much as they did. Like, I think we were asking a little too much because I was like,
0: you know. Will you be, so, well, a couple things just before we wrap up here. What is your festival season looking like? So where can people find you? Uh <laughs> you know yet? <laughs>
1: I, I know, okay, so like what I do is I just buy tickets okay. <laughs> and then I decide if I'm going to it later. Because <laughs> yeah. um, I just get the insurance on it or whatever. So it's not a big deal. Okay. And, but from what I have tickets bought right now, and possibly going to is I have Forbidden Kingdom. Okay. That's going to be over in Florida. Um, that's in two weeks. Cool. And then um, I'm taking a break April and March. April. A- yeah, March and April. No, am I taking a break in March? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm taking a break in March and okay. April. So nothing, nothing's going to go on there. Um, sure. But in May, I do have EDC Las Vegas. And then I don't really know what I'm doing for the summer. I'm still kind of figuring that out. Sure. I know I can do. I know I can do one one event. I don't know. I was like looking at Izu, and I was like, I haven't done Izu yet. I'm trying to get that. a lot
0: of people at Izu next year. Like Vibe 8 is <laughs> has never done it, and she's thinking about coming too. I was like, come through to Izu. It's so fun.
1: <laughs> I, I know. There's like there's so like I'm still figuring out my summer ones, right? Um, and then we're gonna jump over to um, kind of like summer uh, summer fall area. I bought my tickets for Imagine. I don't know if I'm going but I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm getting persuaded to go. I bought the ticket. I'm like, you know, I'll just maybe go or not. It, it was super cheap. So I, uh, fresh River said he was going to go again. Uh, a bunch of my, yeah. Yeah. The people from, uh, from my EDC Orlando group, they're all camping there. I'm like, like you know, I'll, i have the ticket. I might go. Um, but I'm also looking at voodoo. That's a new one for me. I've never done. I've never done voodoo. Uh, I did freaky deaky twice. And then I've done uh, cycle circus a few times. Okay. So I'm like, I want to do something new. So we're going to do voodoo. Um, I have my EDC Orlando ticket still. Nice. Um, as for New Year's to wrap up the year, I don't actually know. That's a lot of
0: time. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> I know, but I'm like, it's already like in November, like yeah. planned out tickets. i already- same. <laughs> so Con Candy, um, she did uh, Lights All Night and then she did Decadence. I'm like, okay, I was going to do that, but I wasn't sure if I could handle it. I'm like, she obviously just proved that you can handle it. I'm like, I might do something like hygiene and maybe like a different, like I'm going to do two festivals. I'm not sure.
0: Okay. Yeah. I feel like I don't know. I, I was thinking about a New Year's one too next year. I'm kicking it off with Ultra. And then I just said, I'm going to do Ubby Dubby, which I've never done before. That's just like a quick weekend.
1: Everyone was going to Ubby Dubby. And I was like...
0: It was, it was because <laughs> the flight wasn't that bad and the hotel wasn't that bad. And I think... Look, like, I got a ticket through Pollen, so my ticket is covered. So I was like, "All right, we're gonna do a Texas festival. I've never been to Texas for one. So I'll let you go.
1: <laughs> Dude, I love Pollen, right? So like, I, yeah. I, I I I emailed them. I'm like, "Hey, like, I'm gonna X Games. Can I become a Pollen member?" They're like, boom, here you go. I'm like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> then, um, so then like, I sold a bunch of tickets, and that's how I got to see a for free over at the X Games. I'm like, this yeah. is a, this is great. Not only did I get my friends this kind of tickets, but I got a free one too. I'm like. I mean, I win, win. we're all winning here.
0: It's such a nice exchange. A lot of people are doing it now, but yeah, it's like, rather than just buying through the site, we have discounts, you have express entry sometimes, and then we earn points and then we can go. So that's yeah. like, wow, wow, I can't pay for all these festivals. <laughs>
1: that's too many. No, I mean, n- neither <laughs> neither can I. And like, I'm so grateful that I saw Lanium too, because that was actually a sold out ticket.
0: Oh, wow. But
1: that's Pollen cool. had Pollen member tickets still.
0: Nice. Okay.
1: Oh, that's yeah. So
0: well, I hope to see you at a festival. I'm not doing EDC Las Vegas this year. I'm very sad about it, but I'm sure I'll see you. But at-
1: you're doing e- Electric Forest. I mean,
0: I know. Gosh,
1: it's gonna be crazy.
0: That I'm really excited. I just got my flights this week, so so that's yeah. exciting.
1: That's like that's a big one on my list too. Maybe next year. Um, yeah. it's, I promised people I was gonna do Vegas this year, and I have like other, I have other people I'm meeting up. So I'm like, okay, we're gonna do Vegas this year. I, I usually skip a year, so like maybe next year.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. Back and forth. Well, before I let you go, what is up for your YouTube channel, too? Like, what's next over there? More
1: vlogs? So, for my YouTube channel, um, I was going to make another, like, uh, do-it-yourself video. Come, um, You know, I hate it because Becca, did, <laughs> Becca beat me to it. Like, aw, oh, dang it. Like, I was literally going to do a, a, a candy-making okay. uh, do-it-yourself. So, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do one uh, just showing how, like, my frisky hug ones, how I do mine. Sure. Um, and then I have a couple after movies. Um. And I also have a vlog coming up. It's the Shaq's Super Bowl party funhouse vlog. Yes. Um, And it's featuring all, like everyone's favorite people that was there. So like everyone's in the vlog. It's It's gonna be great.
0: Well, that's awesome because, like, not a lot of people got to experience that. So I'm, like, very curious as to how the experience was. So I cannot wait.
1: <laughs> I mean, for, for for a free influencer ticket, it was, it was good. But I would never go there. Personally? I mean, you'll, you'll see in the vlog. It, it, he, had, he had caters. Like, people holding plates full of steak and full of shrimp and sushi and and, and, and a bunch of margaritas. And everything was free. Free liquor, free Free carnival games, free carnival food, free. I mean, people were holding plates of tacos, and I'm a huge talk fanatic. So, like, I was like, you win. You win. Exactly,
0: exactly. This is what I would expect at Shaq's Fun House.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Shaq, for making the bougiest rave ever.
0: (laughs) Well, thank you so much. This was so much fun talking to you. I learned a lot about you that I had no idea. So, I really appreciate you taking the time.
1: Oh, no, no, it, it was great. I'm like, okay. I hope like the airport doesn't make too much noise because like we're we're doing this. Like we're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: plug plug all your socials. Where can people find you?
1: Um, so everything's under the hashtag of Frisky Hug. You, so for my YouTube channel, I just changed it. Thank God, I have 100 subscribers, so I be able to change it to YouTube.com/slash/friskyhug. So everything's slash Frisky Hug, and I even have a meme page on Facebook. If you if anybody likes memes, I just okay. that's a, that's for funsies. Yeah. <laughs> I got, yeah yeah i got i got snapchat twitter uh facebook instagram youtube tiktok
0: <laughs> yeah go check him out go see his vlogs go find him at a festival this year uh and yeah thank you so much have a safe flight today
1: <laughs> thanks love you emma
0: Alrighty, you guys. I hope you all enjoyed that conversation as much as I did. Manny just brightened my whole day. Seriously. (laughs) Like it was one, I had no idea about some of those things about him. So it was really, really cool just to learn a little bit more about his background. And, you know, I just know him as a person who travels to festivals and has this whole big community around him and this big personality. So I had no idea about what he does for a living and just like how far back everything goes. So it was really, really, interesting. I hope you guys enjoyed learning about him as well. I really really am excited about all the topics that we covered too. Definitely like I said earlier go check out his vlogs, his YouTube channel, the content he's creating. It sounds like there's a lot of fun stuff to come so go follow. show oh, some love and support. I cannot talk today. And um, yeah give him a follow on Instagram. I definitely think just continuing on our conversation we had before, that we should keep up with the rave names. That was such a fun thing. Like, I never really have, I don't have one, but like, I have nicknames with my friends. But rave names were such a special thing to get back then. Like, I just remember at EDC Las Vegas 2015, like I mentioned, this one person coming up to us and gave my friend Brady, I think it was either a spirit animal or a rave name. And it just was like a special moment, one of those weird things that only happens at festivals and you kind of just go along with it. And it's like a just a a, it's a memory. It will always stand out. I'll never forget that moment. It's kind of like when you have your first candy trade. So it was fun just talking about evolution of festival culture and rave culture and where it's at now and how it's changed so yeah really really enjoyed that uh thank you manny so much for coming on today and for chatting with me you guys if you see him out at a festival or if you see the frisky hug flag definitely go over and say hello tell him you came from rave culture cast and if you guys have time go check out the video that we did together on it's on my channel just under emma Capotis, and it was men's rave and festival outfit ideas i believe that's what it's called it's just got great tips and general for all my guys Um, I can definitely probably have a full episode on this podcast about more of like men's rave fashion I think that would be a fun topic to cover because it definitely is not discussed enough and I don't think that there are enough people or inspiration to look to for that kind of thing so I'm gonna try and do more content on it you guys can let me know if you're interested always feel free to email me raveculturecast at gmail.com with any episode suggestions people you want me to interview topics you want me to cover Uh, maybe I'll do another Q&A episode coming up soon so anyway I'm gonna take a quick break here and then we'll get into some EDM news and wrap it up all right you guys, we have a lot going on in the news that I'm going to cover. Um so many lineup releases have been announced. I kind of talked a little bit more about those last week. So the main things I'm going to highlight today, well, one as of today, Tomorrowland is officially sold out. No surprise there. That happens every single year. But congrats to anyone who got tickets and will be going this year. Have so much fun. It's a bucket list item for me. Uh, Some other things I saw in the news this week. Grizz is going to be releasing a song. It's going to be a night bass release, which I am so excited for I really like Grizz um I'm not like the biggest Grizz fan I don't listen to him all the time but there's something very like unique about him and his live sets and performances are like Unmatched. It's very entertaining to watch. It's a great live show. So he's releasing a song through Night Bass, which I believe is AC Slater's la- record label. If you're a fan of like Bass House, guys, that is where it's at. I have gotten so into Bass House this year. So that combination of the two of them, I think is a very interesting one. And I'm very excited to see what Grizz does with them. Uh, Elon Musk also released an EDM song. You know, I haven't listened to it. <laughs> I just, it was all over twitter uh so that's very interesting i feel like he's a it's a special kind of guy what did it say here oh is it on soundcloud i think it is yeah he rebranded himself as edm the engineer and entrepreneur who's 48 years old shared a track on his soundcloud emoji records this week called don't doubt your vibe he shared on twitter that he wrote the lyrics and performed the vocals the track is a fairly bouncy progressive house number huh it said of course it's not the first time musk has dabbled in the business music business in april 2018 musk who has been estimated net worth of 31.7 billion dollars <laughs> released a meme rap track called rip harambe oh my god anyway so yeah go check that out guys emo what is it Emo G. yeah emoji records Emoji, is that, like, what it's supposed to be? Okay, anyway, so that's fun. Um. In other news, Insomniac Events is suing... So we're going to go into this. Uh, Insomniac Events is suing USC Events, and they want to now host their own festival at the Gorge. So just to give you guys some background about this, Insomniac put on Paradiso, which some of you might be familiar with. It's a two-day festival that always takes place during the summer at the Gorge Amphitheater in Washington. So Insomniac, their founder is Pasquale Rotella. Insomniac owns EDC Las Vegas. Well, all of the EDCs, Electric Forest, Beyond Wonderland, Nocturnal, paradiso was one of the festivals that they co-produced i believe with usc events so i gather this year's festival uh they had issues and insomniac has now filed a lawsuit against usc's parent company conscious entertainment group and its ceo chad anderson for alleged misuse of funds during their partnership on paradiso festival the complaint The complaint claims that Insomniac advanced over $2 million to USC so that the company had ample cash flow for payments to vendors. On June 14th, the first day of the event, Anderson informed Insomniac that USC had not paid the funds to their intended recipients. So Insomniac was later to pay artist fees to the tune of $215,000 to the talent agency and then $638,000 to another talent agency and all this shit. So they basically did not use the funds the way that they were supposed to. Um, and so I don't know, there are all these comments from like previous USC employees employees talking about the CEO, Chad. Of course, his name's Chad, right? It was going to be a Brad or Chad. (laughs) Anyway, so it says, according to the complaint, USC has begun promoting the 2020 edition of Paradiso. Insomniac is not going to be a part of it. Um, Their alleged breach of contract led Insomniac to terminate their agreement, however, forbidding them from using the Paradiso name or trademark. So that is interesting. So it must be called something different then. But Insomniac said that they plan to host their own event in the Gorge, so the exact same location, and it's going to be an EDM festival, and it's going to be this summer, so they're going to be doing that on their own. So hats off to them, clap in our hands. We love Pasquale and Insomniac, and, you know, if – you know – Hopefully that event in general will just be replaced with something else maybe something better because I think one of the biggest draws is the gorge and amp- the gorge itself is like one of the most stunning locations in the United States to have a festival. Um, it's one of the reasons Paradiso is on my bucket list because I want to go to an ev- event there. It just looks so fucking beautiful. So anyway you guys have that to look forward to. I'll keep you posted as insomniac develops their new festival just because i'm curious to see what they actually do with it and yeah and maybe that's something we could go to in the future so you never know one door closes another one opens all right you guys we've made it to the end of the episode i hope you all enjoyed this again huge thank you to manny for coming on today please go show him some love at frisky hug go follow him on youtube and find him out at a festival this year hopefully we both can run into you guys uh now that you know where we're going to be at Again, I would really, really love it and appreciate it if you guys would rate and review on iTunes. Make this your Instagram stories today. It takes like two seconds. Tag at Rave Culture Cast and at Emma Capotis, And you guys just spread the word. Tell a friend about the podcast today. Share it on Twitter. Tweet it out. I really appreciate you guys doing that and spreading the word and growing our family. It's so exciting. Again, feel free to email me at any time with feedback, episode suggestions, people you want me to interview, raveculturecast at gmail.com, and also send in listener of the week submissions because I'm running low. So anybody, shout them out. I will happily mention them, tag their handles, and all that fun stuff. So let's get some more listener of the week submissions in here. Anyway, you guys, I hope you all have an awesome day wherever you're listening from. Thank you so much for checking this out, and I will be back next Wednesday with a new episode. Peace. (laughs) Uh, <laughs> uh,